Hi guys, Martin Futter here from BetfairTradingCommunity.com. I just wanted to talk about the NFL season coming up. Uh, we're only a few days away now and things are really starting to shape up in terms of who's going to play, who's playing well. Most people will have picked their fantasy teams. We've done our fantasy league already, so we're amped and pumped and ready for this uh, this great sport to begin again. Um, so I thought today I'd talk a little bit about the Super Bowl um, winner market. I've already done this in a previous podcast to some extent, um, but I want to talk a bit more about the longer odd flyer picks that we might have this season. And uh, so if you haven't caught the podcast that a few weeks ago, just go back on the site, betfairtradingcommunity.com, um, and it's under the news section and then podcast. Oh, I think if you just put betfairtradingcommunity.com slash podcast, you'll get there. Really good um, one to listen to. I've even got a really nice price double um, with the Patriots and Alabama, and I think I got that around 25 to 1 at the time for both of them to win. And given the such heavy favourites they are now for both, um, that's looking like a, a value bet to me. Uh, again, with all these, I'm not saying they will definitely win. It's not about that at these odds. What it's saying is, will it win more than one in 26 times? I think it will. Therefore, it's value. You know, we're pushing value with sensible staking. I say it every day on the forum, but I just can't stress it enough. Too many people get too caught up in uh, what I think is going to win. Well, if you're not getting value for that price, it doesn't matter if you think it's going to win. You're going to lose money over time. You always need value. Anyway, um, so I'm just going to talk about a couple of teams that I think have been underrated in the market, and they are the LA now called LA Chargers. I don't like all this changing of names and franchises moving and things like that. It hasn't really happened a lot since I started watching it. The Rams were really the first one to do it. Fair enough, they've gone back um, to an old franchise name in the LA Rams. But why have the Chargers gone and done it the next year? Well, obviously for financial reasons, but I just majorly disagree. I think they should have stayed in San Diego. And I think it's a real shame because uh, it's nice for a place like San Diego to be represented. Um, I don't think LA needs two teams. But anyway, that's my thoughts on it. Just no teams a year ago. Now you've got two. Bizarre. But anyway, that's just how things work in, in American football. I just thank God that the... Dolphins didn't get moved out there like there was some talk of them moving from Miami. Um, so anyway, LA Chargers is one I think has been underrated. Currently trading at 65 on Betfair. The other team is Indianapolis Colts and they're trading at 75 currently. Now these prices might go out a little yet. There's not much money at 80 in the lay column for Indianapolis so you might be able to get 80 on that pick. Now there are obviously question marks on these picks, hence the odds. But at the same time, are the question marks too, are big enough to totally put you off at those odds? For me, no, they aren't. So the biggest thing, I'll start with the charges. And the biggest thing with the charges is that they've now moved from San Diego to LA, as I just mentioned before. Now, the biggest thing of this is that they have now moved stadium. So... I think they've gone to a place called the StubHub Centre where the Rams are actually playing. Um, so I think they might be playing in the same place. I might be wrong on that, actually. But I know it's a temporary home. That's what I do know. 
And I know they haven't even been filling it that well. And it's only, I think, 25, 26,000 seater. Um, I think the, the LA Galaxy have been getting better attendances. Um, so that is slightly embarrassing considering this is America's number one sport. But anyway, that's a big red flag for me on this. And that is the biggest um, question mark I would have on this. You know, look at what's happening here in England with Spurs going to Wembley. Um, just can't win a game there, can they? Now, people, I hear I, I hear pundits on the radio. I never understand this, you know, on talk sport and stuff. I never understand. This. They say, oh, but it shouldn't make it. Of course it makes a difference. You've moved your home advantage. Look, let's face it, in sport, home advantage is a huge thing in sport. It's not. It's not something that's just made up. It might be a bit psychological whatever but it, it happens and the fact that you're not really playing at home it does almost feel like you're playing an away match every single time it well not really an away match more a neutral venue match so like a final um and you know spurs have got notoriously bad records in neutral games and finals so again switching to the charges that is my one red flag here but what i would say is there's a lot of positives happening on this franchise. Now, bear in mind, they didn't do well last year, but most of their team got injured really early in the season. So Keenan Allen went down week one. I know Woodhead um, went out. I know Gordon got injured. So massive, massive parts of their offense. They also had a strike, player strike with Joey Bosa on, on the D, which didn't help the defense because, of course... You know they're trying to get something going on the on the D side of the ball because they've got a great offense. They've always had a great offense, but it's the D that's been letting them down. So all that stuff has been resolved. You know all those players are back. If Keenan Allen keeps healthy, I think he's he's maybe um, going to get the most yards in the league. He'd be up there. He'd be up there with Brown because. You know, the pace he was setting a couple of years ago before he started getting these injury problems was incredible. Um, and I did draft him last year for my fantasy team and he went down in week one, which is the luck I have. And I have drafted him again. Now, given my record of injuries, he's almost certain to get injured now. But I can't just go on that. I can't just go on the thoughts that people are getting injured. They've got depth behind that anyway now. Of Terrell Williams, who actually did a really good job last year. for Travis Benjamin... You know, if he's your third best wide receiver, you've got some weapons. Um, there's teams that would have him at number one at the moment. So, again, looking down the depth chart, obviously Melvin Gordon has been a great running back. Got so many touchdowns before he got injured last year. Was just a machine. Um, Philip Rivers. You know, I'd love to see Philip Rivers win a Super Bowl. A, a quarterback, incredible quarterback. And I'd kind of love to see it um, for the Chargers because, of course, the reason Rivers is there is because they actually took him in the draft after they drafted Eli Manning and Eli refused to play for them. So they had to trade him and then get Philip Rivers. So I think San Diego got, you know, dealt a bad hand there. And, of course, Eli went on to win two Super Bowls. So, you know, in a way, they might have had had a Super Bowl taken off them and obviously haven't had a lot of success in that department in recent years. Um, but anyway, so I think that the offence, you know, Hunter Henry did a great job as a tight end. Not many targets last year. Racked up the touchdowns and points. Obviously, you've got Antonio Gates still there, you know, plodding along. But he's a legendary player for them. I think he's got the record for touchdowns for tight ends. So... 
there's a lot. That's a strong offense, right? That is a strong offense to go and be 65 on Betfair. You know, that is a high price, I think, for this offense. Now, you look at the D side of the ball, the defense, and Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram, basically, potentially a defensive end partnership. They're going to be great. You know, Joey Bosa is the son of the Miami Dolphins legend, Bosa, and uh, I just think that these two could be huge. This D could improve a lot this year, and if they do, that 65, it's going to look laughable coming into the season. Now, the other the other thing the Chargers do have is a very tough division, and they do start the season fairly tough, but their schedule does get a lot better as the season wears on. So after they play New England, their last eight games are Jacksonville, Buffalo, Dallas, tough one, Cleveland, Washington, at Kansas, tough one, Jets, and Oakland. Well, they could take six or seven out of those eight on a good run. Um, and you never know. But I think the there's there's red flags as there is with anything at these odds, but at sixty five it's worth a it's worth a couple of quid. The uh the second pick I'm gonna go on to is the Indianapolis Colts. Now you are talking of one of the best, you know, offensive teams in, in the NFL in in certainly since I started watching it ten, fifteen years ago. And uh the big problem at the moment for them is Andrew Luck. They don't know when he's going to be back, okay? They're not sure he'll be back for the start of the season. The general consensus is he'll probably miss week one and probably be back week two, okay? Maybe week three. But it does seem, from what we're hearing, like he will be back fairly soon. So if they have a bad run to start the season, it might not be um, the end of the world for them because... Obviously, having Andrew Luck to come back is an incredible asset. You know, I've been, I'm not, I'm not 100% sold on Luck yet, but I think they've done a lot to try and resolve the issues with Indianapolis. Um, you know, on their, on both their lines, offense and the D. So it's one of those where I just think at this current price that they're going at, it's worth a go. And 75, like I said, could be going to 80. You know, I mean, you're talking about zero risk, really, with that. A couple of quid would net you well over 150 quid. So it's it's one of those worth well worth considering. I mean, just having a look at their depth chart quickly. You know, you've obviously got Luck as a quarterback. Got Frank Gore as running back. I mean, everyone says he's going to slow down. Well, he hasn't. You know, and there's nothing really to suggest that this is going to be the year that he slows down. Um, other than his age, he's 34, but he's been doing well. Um, I've picked him in my fantasy. I'm, I'm not sure how much I'll start him. I think I'm starting in week one because they're playing the Rams. Um, so they might even get a win against the Rams in week one with Tolzien at quarterback. I mean, you know, the Rams were, were awful last year. Got Hilton, Moncrief, Dorset. Kamar Aiken. I mean, if you've got players like Dorset and Kamar Aiken on your depth chart, fourth and fifth best receiver, you know, you've got some weapons there. Um, Doyle's predicted to have a good year at tight end. So I know that they've spent a lot of money in free agency and they've picked people up in the draft to fill in on the D and the offense and try and get them going there. Um, again, this is more about price for me that. 
I would not have them at 75. If someone wanted me to lay them and said, I'll give, you know, will I give them 75? No chance. And you have to think about it like that sometimes. Think, I'll give you 30 tops. I mean, if luck comes back in the form he was in, when he was getting them to the playoffs with a really bad D, um, you know, all you've got to do is make the playoffs, isn't it? And remember, the Chargers have quite a tough division. Because okay, they've got Oakland, they've got Kansas, they've got Denver. I mean, that is the strongest division in the league, in my opinion, by a mile. That is a, a really tough division at the moment. Indianapolis, on the other hand, have had by far the easiest division in NFL for years and years. It's, it's, it's frustratingly um, obvious to everyone else. I, I actually think the NFL should change divisions. I think they should mix it up. I think it's really boring, um, especially being a Dolphins fan. When the Patriots win your division every single year, um, it's really boring because there's only four teams and you're always competing against those four teams. I think... It didn't used to be that way. You know, they have mixed it up in the past and I think they need to mix it up again because Indianapolis just, you know, their group, let's be honest, it's an absolute joke. Um, and, you know, I kind of think you've got the Titans. OK, I think they will will be a decent team this year. Right, they'll be all right. You've got the Jags. The NFL's, you know, yearly joke until the Browns came around. And let's be honest, people still know how bad the Jags are at the moment. Um, this this whole Bortles... I mean, they're going to play Chad Henne, um potentially when Bortles gets dropped. And uh, he played for the Dolphins years ago and he was dreadful then. I don't know what... I don't even know why he's a backup. He's not good enough to be a backup. There's a lot of better backups on free agency at the moment. But anyway, um, so that's my thoughts on the Jags summed up there. And obviously Houston. Well, Houston's D is great. Their offense is terrible. They haven't got a quarterback. They had to get rid of Osweiler last year. Um, you know, Lamar Miller's not pulling up trees in, as a running back, even in a run-heavy offense. So, you know, there's suggestions there that this is a weak, a weak division compared to the rest of them. You know, it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy. But at that price, if Andrew Luck can get back in a couple of games, you know... It's not the toughest schedule. I mean, you go through. You've got the Rams first week. Well, even with Tolzien and just running Gore and, you know, using the talent of your wide receiver core, you can win that one. Arizona, it'll be tough. Hopefully you're at home. You've got luck back. You can make a match of it. Arizona weren't pulling up trees last year. Let's remember that. People just seem to think they're going to bounce straight back. I'm not, I'm not so convinced. I don't think Carson Palmer's going to suddenly improve a ton. Um Cleveland, then you've got at Seattle, obviously tough game. San Francisco at Tennessee, Jacksonville at Cincinnati, tough game. At Houston, tough game. You've got Pittsburgh at home, tough game, but at home. Tennessee, Jacksonville, Buffalo, Denver at home, Baltimore and Houston. I mean, there's maybe one game there, which is Seattle away, which I would think they will certainly lose. But even then, if Luck puts a show on, I mean, Seattle aren't the best scoring offense, are they? So if Seattle, if uh, Luck can put a few touchdowns on that D, I mean, it's a tough thing to do. But there's every chance they can win that one. So they've actually got 16 winnable games here. And they're probably only going to have to go 10-6 and six to win the division. Um, historically, 9-7 and seven will usually take it. So, 
you know, if they get to the playoffs, their odds aren't going to be 75-80. They're going to get cut a fair bit. And I think they can get to the playoffs. So I really like those odds. Um, and again, you know, I'll just conclude this by saying, I'm not saying they're going to win it. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying you take a flyer on these things. You know, no one thought Leicester were going to win it. We've seen some of the bigger odds things I've tipped recently. And the, the odds have got slashed on everything so far. Um, in the football, I had Sunderland at... at 30 I think they went out to 35 36 well they're into 20 by the time I got rid of my liability you know we've had Zverev at 12 to 1 to win the uh, Canadian Masters he did win it um, I've had Man United to win the league all right slightly shorter odds but their odds have crashed in you know every week they're coming in now and they do look they're quite strong favorites for me now even though Man City are still favorites um so a lot of these come to fruition and all it is is thinking about value would something happen so indianapolis colts right andrew luck was drafted at number one he's apparently at that time one of the best quarterbacks to ever come out of college so many prospects people were so excited there's no reason to think he can't be like that now you know we're talking andrew aaron Rodgers levels if he gets it right it's a big if but if he does um you know, 75, 80, 80 odds. It's crazy for that. Same with the Chargers at 65. Okay, they've moved stadium, not ideal. Um, but if they keep healthy, they've got a hell of a, a, a talented offense and a talented D, a young D with Joey Bosa, who could be one of the best. You know, he could be the new JJ Watt moving forward we never know but he has got that kind of talent at this age obviously you know there's no guarantees on things like that either they're big things to say but the point is you're looking at these as if they played these through 66 times would the Chargers win it yes I think they would if they played it through 80 times would the Colts win it most definitely because it only takes going on that run now I still heavily fancy the Patriots and you know I really like I think their odds are actually quite good um, considering just how dominant they are. But when you are looking for these, the one nice thing about having these strong teams like the Patriots is it gives you better odds on the rest of the teams. So if the Patriots do struggle, if you do, if you can get the Colts to the playoffs and, and they get cut to 30 or whatever, you remove all your liability, you're still sitting on a really big green on Indianapolis. They they beat the Patriots suddenly, potentially their favourites, and they'll be trading you know two three to one. That's how huge these things can go. You know, like I say with Leicester, no one saw that coming, um, but maybe some shrewdies thought, well, if this was played five thousand times, would Leicester win it? You probably wouldn't actually say yes. You'd probably say no. I still don't see that happening. It's not the same in the NFL. There's a lot of levelers in the NFL. The salary cap, the draft, players getting injured, players getting traded, free agency. Um, it works wonders because players move around. The good teams usually lose a lot of their players. Um, and the Patriots have lost a couple of players this year. Um, and so we'll see what happens with that. I still like them a lot. I think they've added, I mean... Brandon Cooks at wide receiver was the most exciting one for me. Um, really surprised that the Saints let him go there. I would have fought a lot harder for that, but there you go. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's my opinion on the Flyers, the Chargers and the Colts. 
Um, when you're really looking for, I'm talking about really far out dark horses, um, I think there's actually some value in those guys. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Remember to check out betfairtrainingcommunity.com for any updates you want on trading. And if you want to learn trading, join the site, join the service. Cheers.